Welcome to Cadet Spotlight. This is a podcast where we highlight topics, conversations, and individuals that help our mission to advance the lives of Afro youth across the globe. I'm your host, Kwame Bwama, and thank you for joining us on this journey. Welcome to our very first episode. We're going to kick it off by shining our spotlight on a remarkable individual whose work is actually aiding to transform banking for the modern West African. Our guest today is none other than Mr. Yao Owusu. Yawawusu is the director and CEO of the Golden Key 360 Group. For those of you unfamiliar with the company or have simply heard their name around before, they are Ghanaian-owned sales and marketing solutions company operating since 2007. They've gained a very favorable name for themselves, mainly because of their knowledge of the power tech is to hold in our future. They've employed this to give them a significant edge in their field. We were lucky enough to get a sit down with Yao in November of 2020. The recording you're about to hear now. Our guest today is going to introduce himself and give you a little backstory about what he does in his space in the STEM field. My name is Yawasei Ousu. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur because I do multiple businesses. And then uh, I've been in business since 2007. I, I started a very small company, like I can say with nothing. And Maybe being honest and being appreciative, it has been able to guide me to be able to meet a lot more opportunities. So my business is based in Ghana, but then we extensively have a very distribution strong power in the sub-Saharan Africa. And uh, since 2007, it's been in existence. You said you were an entrepreneur. How would you describe your work specifically? So with my work, I think I have a very strong progress in distribution distribution you know there are a lot of businesses who would want to sell and then they need a distributor if you bring it to the local sense people feel the distributor is the one reselling the products no but the work of a distributor is the one making legs or creating legs for every business to be able to roll out in a wider area i i spoke about being in a lot of businesses but i can mention quite a few the ones that have been successful <laughs> so we do equipment rental we work with the telcos in the space where, you know, when it comes to voice and data calls, they need distributors. And extensively, our core business is in the mobile financial sector. That is what in Ghana we call it the mobile money. Could you speak more on that actually? Okay, so with the mobile money space, you know, there are a lot of people who doesn't have bank account when it comes to this part of the world. And for the World Bank and the IFC to be able to support financial institutions here, they realized that they can bring the support of telecom companies. So our work came in when we were engaged by the telcos to be able to set up a distribution platform in areas where the banks are not available. Now for a bank to have a branch is very expensive, it's brick and mortar. So they needed to leverage the fact that the mobile space is an area where they can use. And you know every phone user is a potential customer. So the own bank those without a bank account, the leverage on having a, a, a phone number and using the phone number as an account. How did you become what you are today? Okay, so in 2006, when I completed the University of Ghana, I was doing my national service in the Brownhaffer region. Yeah. Brownhaffer is about six hours drive from Accra. And uh, what happened was that I was working as a teaching assistant with a senior polytechnic. I used to do engagement activities for the telecoms. So one time, a marketing director of one of the companies came 
and then they were doing some sort of agent activation in the region. My only business there was like I met him through a friend and I wanted to help. So I helped them contact the key people in the area and then with the setup and everything that they did. Because I was in B at that time, I knew almost everyone in the region. So I was able to make their work very easy. Later, he called me back that what we did, the company would want someone who would do it properly for the magazine officially. So he asked that, oh, I share a proposal. And then I didn't know Jack about even the proposal. He took me through, and then I was able to deliver. We did the first one, they were happy. Second, third, they started recommending me to other people. And then I realized that, okay, at that point, if mobile money is coming to stay, how can I make a business out of this? So in 2007, when they were introducing Tigo Cash, we helped them set up agents across the territory. And from B, we, we started working in Ashanti, and then we came to Accra. Yeah. Now, if you come to the mobile financial space, when it comes to distribution, I'm not sure. Uh, people don't know us by our brand name, but then we work with almost all the telcos. And within the sub-Saharan Africa, we are, we are, we are on top. So I find it very interesting that wasn't necessarily what you studied or what you were directly involved in, but as that area is also growing in Ghana, you're seeing it to be very lucrative. So what would you give as advice to the next generation who wants to enter the STEM field? Okay, so I keep preaching two key things, being appreciative and being very honest. Like we sitting here right now, if someone is appreciative and honest, Definitely, you appreciate, but you'll be honest and forthcoming with that person. So, in every engagement in business, I realized that there are different types of emotions. You can choose the one that you want to work with. I can decide to worry, I can decide to get angry, I can decide to be sad. But in every situation, I choose directly opposite the other types of emotions. I'm a happy person, like, I don't worry, I don't get angry. I, 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 I will not say I won't get angry at all, but I don't get angry in such an, to such an extent that every, every issue that comes to me, I process it differently. Even if, you, even if you insult me, I would think maybe it's out of ignorance. I can easily forgive. So with these two key things, the being appreciative and being honest, I was able to earn favor, build a particular aura around me to an extent that everyone that I engaged was willing to do business with me. They were willing to listen, and then they were willing to support. So I think it's key. So building good networks and being kind and respectful, even these are things that we learn from even being children, has even helped you in the long run. Mm-hmm. So how do you see the area in which you work with now growing within the next 20 years? Well, I think that being an African working in Africa, you can tell that now we are embracing the digital space. We are embracing the digital space. Somewhere decades back, I think it was in Sweden when they started this level of payments. People thought that, well, people want to see their money going in and out. Now, when you go to Sweden, they've been able to set up a very cashless system. Now, a cashless society has become the future. And every, every business playing around the space, they need an aggregator. Our work is more or less like an aggregator. So our business at this point <laughs> is the revolution time. Exactly. And if we are to embrace the digital space of payments, 
that's where we grow. So I think we are very hopeful and believe that in the next coming years, there are a lot of good things coming our way. You spoke more about a cashless system. Would you, do you see that as the direction in which Ghana specifically will be moving? Well, for the past four years, Vice President introduced the interoperability. They've been able to set up an entire digital system for payments, for payment of tax and all. So I think that this is even in a slow pace. Looking at where the world is now, I believe that in the next couple of years, we are going to see a lot of things when it comes to digital space. We have close to about 20 million phone users, which means, no, I think it's about 30 million phone users. Almost times two our population, like the population with a mobile phone. In Ghana, a lot of people have two phones. And what's happening is that people have started or people believe that the phone number can create an account. Now there is an opportunity to even have insurance on your phone. So it means we've, we've grown in knowledge when it comes to the digital space. Now building a cashless system, if our work, we are able to improve in terms of the tools and everything, we are going to set up a lot more agents, a lot more merchants. The person you are buying from already is in the digital space. Why do you bring up cash? So with a cashless society, in less than 20 years, I'm sure we'll see it. And the penetration, especially in big cities in Ghana, is growing at the top speed. You spoke about how financial institutions, not everybody has access to them. Do you believe that this new digital form of financial institutions would one day replace the brick and mortar? So as we speak now, if you look at the volumes that the digital space is doing now and its growth, it's growing over 50% almost every year. When MTN started the mobile money in Ghana, people thought that, oh, why should I put money on my phone? Now, they are doing transactions of billions. It, it tells us that the growth is monumental. At this point, I believe that not too long, I can't say even 20 years is too much, not even 10. Within the next couple of years, I see the digital space to take over in terms of financial system in our country. Okay. And it's a way to put all of us in check. It will reduce, uh, what do you call it, uh, money laundering system, it will help bring a certain sort of convenience in the space and then it will also help in reaching out to the nooks and crannies in the country. Everywhere in the country people can join the banking system and transact. How would you see your work helping to build a better Ghana? <laughs> I, I think that that's what we are actually doing. If we've been able to build a very strong distribution system now you know, GRE has been able to come up with a system where at our agent points, you can't even pay your tax. So it's a better Ghana agenda. And as I speak, my company has about 10,000 agents across the country. We are looking at growing it more and building a system where we can actually operate at a very minimal level, putting in a lot of efforts to be able to increase transactions. It means that you don't need to walk to Ghana Water or GRE to go and pay tax. You can reach out to any of our agent points and get it done. You don't need to go to uh, the, the, the convenience store at the junction. You can use any of the e-commerce platforms and make payments. You can digitally call your bank or use internet banking to transfer funds to any of the mobile money space. And this is convenience at the highest level. So I, I think that this is the better manner that we are building. And if this end can even helping increasing 
the tax volumes or the tax expectations of the government, it's a step on the right direction. So our final question, because we center around youth, how do you think everybody can get a slice of the cake and enjoy in the telecommunications arena as you are? So wherever we find ourselves, being in the diaspora or being in Ghana or in Africa in general, there are problems. It needs solutions. I think we, we need to be very observant. We need to be very observant in the things that we come across, the people that we meet, or in terms of the activities that we are doing, be it school or any kind of work, the people that we engage. Any problem that requires a solution, it's an opportunity to be in business. And every opportunity comes with a responsibility. The responsibility is making sure that we keep our head up and make sure we do the little incremental good things in life. That is what is going to help us achieve what we want. Thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you If you want to continue to follow Yao Wusu on his amazing journey, head over to his website, thinkwithyao.com. That's T-H-I-N-K-W-I-T-H-Y-A-W dot C-O-M. Thank you so much for supporting us by listening in. We hope that this platform, as well as the diverse conversations shared through it, help to give Afro youth an authentic voice. So tune in next time to see where our spotlight shines next.